0: Welcome to the Moms Career Guide Podcast. I'm your host, Carla Jallo, and I'm on a mission to help working mamas everywhere navigate the tricky terrain of where work life meets mom life. I'm blowing the lid off of every misconception that exists in regards to what it looks like to be a modern working mom. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of the Mom's Career Guide podcast. So I'm not sure if you listened to my goals for the new year podcast a few weeks back, but I talk a lot about my desire to get organized and get my home in order. And, you know, this is something that I've been kind of strategically tackling the past few weeks here in the new year, because I'm just... I'm really struggling with it. It's It's been a year of being at home, um, a year of looking at the stuff, a year of a- acquiring new stuff, and I have to say that it's really um, gotten to me. I'm just not operating as efficiently as I should, and my household is not operating as efficiently as it should. So I thought it would be beneficial to me and also to all of the listeners if we brought on a professional organizer and someone that could really kind of help us get our ducks in a row. So, for this episode, I'm introducing Liz Oliver. She's the owner and founder of Nores and Eyes, and you can find her on Instagram. And she lives here locally. She's the first person that I've actually interviewed to my local area, which is Knoxville, Tennessee. So, I hope you enjoy the episode and I hope you get some tips. So today we have Liz Oliver with us of Norzenized. She is a professional organizer in Knoxville, Tennessee. I'm in Knoxville, Tennessee for those of you that don't know. Um, And so I'm just really excited for y'all to meet her. And um, with that being said, I'm gonna turn the floor over to Liz and let her introduce herself. Hi, Carla, I'm so excited to be here. This is so fun. I'm so glad that that we're getting a chance to do this. Um, so why don't you just kind of tell me about how you got started in with professional organizing and, and why you decided to go down this road?
1: My answer to this is a little cliche, but it's totally and one hundred percent the truth. i this is really a childhood dream. i um the the name Norse and I stemmed from. Uh, when I was little, I think I was like four, I would tell my mom, I would walk around the house and I would say, mom, we need to get Norzenized. <laughs> and because I didn't know, I guess I thought that was how you said organized. So it just kind of stuck within the family. Everyone needed to get Norzenized. We got to Norzenize this. And it just became a a word that we used instead of organize. Um, and I was doing it with friends and family recently, probably in the last few years And just decided to make it a reality. It was something that I was kind of doing as a hobby. And um, I still want to continue to do it as a hobby. But it just made sense to make it um, more official and make it a business. So that's how Norzenized was born.
0: That's great. Um, So tell me about your... Now, Liz is expecting her first baby. But she's worked with a lot of moms um, since she founded her company, Norzenized. Can you tell me, you know, some of the things that you see as a professional organizer that a lot of moms struggle with? I know that I struggle with organizing in a pretty profound way. I feel like I'm the only one that is, you know, trying to get things organized and I can create the systems. But for me personally, I have a really hard time getting other people on board, aka my husband and my little bitty kids, to get them to, you know adopt the system that I've put in place. So at this point, I'm like, I need some serious help. And I thought maybe you could offer up some tips to other moms as well.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think moms are the biggest, um, audience for organizing because they're the, the people in the household that are keeping things together most of the time, because, um, you know, that's, that's just, um, the role that they play and the way that, um, they they like to keep things organized, usually, too, or at least attempt to keep things organized. My biggest tips on how to keep your family organized and kind of together, um, it definitely takes a little bit of time, but one of the things is creating the systems, like you mentioned, creating systems that work for your family and your family's habits. I think we see a lot of times where you see on Instagram this really beautiful pantry or this really beautiful closet, but in reality, that might not work for your family. If your family doesn't want all of these you know, clear bins and it looks messy to you or no one knows where to find anything or you're constantly moving things around to fit things where you think they need to go, it's not going to work for your family and you're going to constantly be in the cycle of reorganizing. Yes. So I think that's the biggest thing is creating systems that work for your family. It doesn't always have to be Instagram worthy or picture perfect. It just needs to work and it needs to be sustainable. And that's really the biggest thing that um, I am passionate about with organizing is creating systems for families and moms and kids and spouses that, they can integrate into their daily life and it doesn't feel like a chore. So right. systems all around your house that work so that you can go through your day without stressing about finding something or, um, having to reorganize or reconfigure. Um, and then you get to spend more time with your family and spend more time doing what you love or take that yoga class or do whatever. Cause you have more time to do those things.
0: Yes. Yes. So, um, when you have do you have a system that you use when you initially go into a space to, you know, start getting things like where are people, I think people struggle with mostly where do I start, you know, so if you could lay that out um, step by step, how, how would people start this process to create that system?
1: Well, I always encourage people, if you don't know where to start, feel free to reach out to me. I'm happy to at least guide you or um, obviously I'm I'm here to help organize the space for you and with you. But the biggest piece of advice I think is start small. Don't try to tackle your closet first or don't try to tackle your pantry first. Pick a drawer in your kitchen or pick a drawer in your child's bedroom or something like that and start there and see how it feels to just tackle that one space and to maintain that one space. Uh, The, the process that I use typically is to just, you know, sort everything. So take everything out, sort everything into categories, go through and see what you want and what you don't want. Um, purging is also a big piece of, of organizing or just, making sure you have the right things for the right people at the right time. Um, But starting small is the biggest piece of advice. So take, take a drawer or a cabinet or something and start there and see how that feels to you. And if you need
0: help, that's, that's what professional organizers are for. Yes. Um, So do you have any tips on how you know? Let's say I start in the pantry or start in the drawer, and I finally get through my entire kitchen, and it's organized. How do I then get my family to adopt what I have put in place? Have you heard much feedback on that, and if things are working after yeah. finished with a family? Yeah,
1: definitely. The a uh, few things I think for for kids. Um, you know, it, for the kitchen example, or like maybe it's a playroom that you've tackled for them, um, helping, making them a part of the process is also really helpful. So asking them questions like, where do you think this should go? Or where do you want this to go? Um, I think also color coding for kids is really easy, um, with games and books, not everything needs to be color coded. Um, but it just makes it easier. They know the red books go here and the yellow books go here. Yes. Um, and then labels, I'm using kids as an example and I'll move on to spouses next. Yeah. But kids um, with labels, it's a great way to teach them uh, to read or use using words. But if they're little, pictures are great. I mean, you can get really cute labels on Etsy or you can make your own. You can just, or have them draw their own labels. You can make it a fun thing. It doesn't have to be necessarily a chore. Um, and then the third piece of that, and again, going back to kids, but this also works for spouses, um, is to make it, make them responsible for their own, uh, items or tasks. So yes, it, enabling them to do their own putting away and their own organizing their own tidying is a re- really great way to teach them, um, how to stay organized and how to continue to put the things back in the system that you already created. Yes. But, um, those are my, those are my tips for, for kids specifically is let them put their own laundry away. Maybe you want to fold it, but let them put it away themselves or let them put their own dishes and silverware away or something like that.
0: Yes. That's all very good. And you know, and I, obviously when they're really, really little, they can't do this, but my daughter is five. She's about to be six And we are doing a lot of that right now, which right now it's, it's, you know, in the beginning of a lot of things, I think it's a lot of extra work. Like, okay, where does your plate go? Where does your fork go? And kind of leave, you know, don't throw it in the sink, lay, lay it in the sink. Like these habits. So at first, I think it's extra work, but I'm like, when she's 10, girl's going to have this down, you know, mommy's going to put her feet up while. I mean, it probably won't be, be totally, scenario, but you know, I think teaching habits, good habits, really young, create um, a better atmosphere down the road. Yeah,
1: exactly. I, I think if you can get them to do their own, maybe it's not putting all of their laundry away. Maybe you just have them match their own socks or put their yeah. socks away or whatever it is, or just put their, their spoons away one time or something like that. Um, yeah, it does take a little bit of extra work in the beginning, but if you can continue to add on to that, like you said, by the time she's ten, she'll be unloading the whole dishwasher and yes, that's, <laughs> doing all the stuff. My dream,
0: <laughs> exactly. Um, so now, kids, because we are actually we get them so early, we are at a huge advantage because we can teach these good habits and instill these things in them young. But what about husbands? <laughs> what about spouses? You know, if there's any men listening, what about these wives that aren't helping you? I, I don't know, but I think this is mostly moms. Um, how do we get them on board with these systems that we've put in place? This is this is honestly one of the biggest things that I struggle with.
1: Yeah, I uh, because I'm expecting my first child, I do a lot of my testing with um, my husband, so... Um, shout out to him, but also poor him for having to go through my multiple tests, um, but they're a little less mold- moldable. So I, I get that <laughs> than, yes. than children. Um, I think some of the same things apply to spouses, um, that apply to kids as, um, appropriate or inappropriate as that is. I think that labels are super helpful for anyone in the family really. And I, I, go to other people's homes. And if they have labels, it's easier for me as a guest to know where I need to put things to. So right. I think labeling things is really helpful. Again, it doesn't have to be this giant word on a bin or anything, just maybe like a small little something. Um, and you can have fun with that kind of stuff too. I have, um, my husband, I, I did our linen closet in our bathroom and he's like not a huge fan of labels. Once I got my label maker, he knew the end was near for him, (laughs) but, uh, we, I just made some fun labels for him that are like in his quote unquote language. So he has like a bunch of ankle wraps and knee braces and icy hot and all that kind of stuff from when he was super active and playing sports and we titled that bin old man stuff. So just to kind of keep it fun um, and interesting. And it's not, it's something that he'll remember. Oh yeah. I need to go to that bin because that's my old man stuff. Like my hips hurting or my knees hurting or whatever. So labels are a really big thing with everyone in the family. And then um, I always give a tour of each space. If I'm redoing something or reorganizing, So I always do a little tour at the end and I do this with clients as well, just so that they know where to put things. And again, it makes sense for, for them. It's a system that still makes sense in their head as well as your head. Um, And I think that's the biggest thing when you're organizing a space, you can't just think about what works for you. You have to think about the entire family or whoever's using that space. Yes. And then my last thing for husbands, especially is, um, timers. I I think this works for kids too. Um, I think you can make a game out of anything. And if your spouse or your husband is anything like mine, um, he's always up for a game. So just setting a timer, a reasonable timer and saying, okay, I'm going to go tackle this and you can tackle this. And we have, you know, you can set something as much as 20 minutes or as little as five minutes, just getting that task done, putting things away in that time um, and being productive in those few minutes. Um, I I set shorter timers now, like ten minutes. Let's just clean up the kitchen after dinner, or mm-hmm. five minutes. Let's just go change the laundry or something like that. It makes it a little bit more fun, and it if you beat the timer, it's kind of exciting. Like, oh wow, that only took me like
0: two and a half minutes. That seems so much more doable in the oh, future. Oh yeah, definitely. Do you have? Um, and this is I, I think a lot a lot of people struggle with this too paperwork, mail, bills, all of those types of things. Do you have any tips on kind of a system of how things come in and get organized so you're not looking at piles of paperwork every month or two that you have to re-go through? Because all of that gets so time-consuming.
1: Yeah, yeah. you can do a lot of things with this. I think the more digital you can go, the better because it's easier to file things digitally. Um, You can just create folders in your inbox or things like that or on your computer. Uh, What what works for us right now, and this again may change at some point, but we have like a a drop spot in our house and Mm -hmm. there's um, folders or compartments in like a bin that we can file our mail right away. So like unopened, I think we have, let's see, we have unopened to-do coupons and then, like, one other one that's, like, kind of miscellaneous or just specifically for, like, right now we're getting a lot of, like, doctor's bills and things like that. So I put that in the back and that's kind of my, like, okay, I need to file that away. And then we have a filing system set up in um, our home office that we can, once we've gone through the mail or all the paper, then we can put it in the
0: appropriate place. Yes. Yes. And I wanted to ask you one more thing. So purging, every, organize, every organizing show that I watch, mm-hmm. um, obviously purging is a big part of that. What if you happen to be married to someone that does not like to purge? Do you have any tips on overcoming that <sighs> bit? Well, when you say,
1: if you happen to be married to someone that doesn't like to purge, I feel that on a deep level, I feel that on a really deep level. Um, yes. I think there are some, there, well, one, one big overarching thing. The only thing that organizers say purging is really important because the less clutter you have, the more organized you can be yes. just because. The less stuff you have, the less stuff you have to organize. Mm-hmm. So decluttering is a big, pro- a big part of the process because it's easier to organize if you don't have as much stuff laying around. Um, I usually do two things. I have a bin or a basket or a bag of some sort sitting in whatever room or like recently we've just been putting it um, right outside, like in the garage. Um, we have like a basket that of like the giveaway pile and whatever space we're going through, we put things in the giveaway pile and at any point in time. And, you know, I set a I set a timeline. So if it's two weeks or if it's a month, um, and we put things in the giveaway pile and we are looking for it, we can take it back. We can take it out of the giveaway pile because we haven't taken it anywhere yet. I think that really helps as far as like, we've, I think one time we took something out of the giveaway pile, which was like, okay, we shouldn't have given that away. That's fine. But it's a good lesson. And like, we really don't need these things. It just feels like we do. Right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's my biggest thing is like find a bin or a basket. You can hide it. Um, it's better if it's hidden because yeah. it. <laughs> they don't miss the stuff they can't see. Right. Um, But doing something like that just to kind of make that process better and then just asking realistic questions about the item. So um, have you used it in the last year or have you worn this in the last year Um, or have you used this in the last six months? And if the answer is no, but I might, then like, okay, what's an example of like, when would you use this? Mm -hmm. And you don't have to make it a whole long conversation, but like, when would you use this? cup in the next six months? Like, where are we going that you would need this cup or this shirt or something like that? So
0: just asking those types of questions. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think today has been um, very helpful. Um, I love a lot of your tips. I especially love the timer tip and the label tip. I mean, I think that really just makes everything so much easier and also the organizing the mail before you actually um, do anything with it. That that's always helpful too, because I think it can even just come, I mean, we have piles and we have organization kind of when the mail comes in, but it's more like mail that just came in mail that needs to be filed. Like it's just two kind of big piles, Mm -hmm. but then sometimes it doesn't get to the filing place for a little while longer. So I almost think just having those files waiting, Upstairs, because our office is downstairs, might be um, a better system. So you've given me a lot to think about. If you could leave um, our listeners with um, just a couple tips today, what would be what would what are your two favorite tips for organizing or getting organized? Oh, that's so
1: hard. I feel like I'm I feel like I have so many things that I want to share, but um, I think the first the first tip is start small. Organization is overwhelming. I think there's so many Instagram accounts. There's so many shows on Netflix and, and things like that. There's books that you can read start small and, um, don't be intimidated by organizing. And the second thing I would say would be, I hurt back on the, on the systems, create systems that work for you. Don't, don't try to make an again an Instagram-worthy picture of your pantry or anything. Create systems that work for you and for your family so that you don't have to stress out about them and you can do do more of what you love and enjoy time outside with your family versus time inside organizing your pantry. Absolutely. And that's what I'm here for too. So yes,
0: and how would someone, um, especially, you know, those that are here in Knoxville? I know you do virtual consultations as well. So if you're not in Knoxville, you can still utilize. Liz's services but um how in our area do people get in touch with you
1: I have a lot of people reach out via Instagram so you can follow me at norzenized or and you can send me a dm or I have a website as well and you can fill out a form um, and I will contact you from the form and that's just
0: www.norzenized.com Awesome. Well, thank you, Liz. I really appreciate you being here. And um, I think I'm going to have to get in touch with you soon for a couple projects.
1: (laughs) Awesome. Thanks for having me, Carla. This was so much fun. Oh, you're welcome.
0: Thank you for tuning in this week to the mom's career guide if you liked what i had to share please take a screenshot and share that on social and tag me at the mom's career guide i look forward to seeing you back here next week